Analysts say the downward spiral in local tax and other revenues started when Michigan voters approved the Headley Amendment in 1978 and then in 1994 added Proposal A. Both severely limit local government's ability to levy property taxes. Michigan Municipal League Deputy Executive Director Tony Mangini says the two measures layered on top of each other financially crippled local governments. Most people probably think because the economy is strong, the communities are probably doing well, and we're not because our system isn't built that way. And they've got to understand and draw those connections between our broken funding system and the lack of services that they see, whether that's their baseball fields not cut or their roads aren't maintained to the level that they like. Those are all manifestations of this broken system. Local governments increasingly rely on revenue from property taxes. But during the 2009 recession, property values plummeted. Southeast Michigan Council of Government's Finance and Operations Specialist Bill Anderson says that means towns and cities lost millions of dollars in revenue. During the Great Recession, when all the property values went down, property taxes, the individual paid went down. Now when the values are going up, that became the new base and everybody's paying a lot less in property taxes and that means there's a lot less to provide the kind of services that people need. Anderson says the state of Michigan grew its revenue by 13 percent last year. That's close to the national average. But he says local revenues are nowhere near that level. Michigan local governments saw a 4 percent increase in their revenues over three years. But then when you see that local governments and the rest of the nation saw their budgets go up by 20 percent, how do you expect to compete when you don't have money to pave your roads and then you understand why there's no money there to do it from the local perspective? And expenses for local governments keep going up, especially covering underfunded pensions and retiree health care costs. Recent data show across Michigan, some 44 percent of municipal retiree benefit programs have no funding mechanism in place at all. And Anderson says the state is stingy about sharing revenue with cities, towns and villages. The fact is that, um, you know, the state has been diverting $600 million a year away from the counties and cities and villages and townships of this state to prop up their operations and have been doing it, you know, for over a decade. The $600 million Anderson refers to as part of the Municipal Revenue Sharing Program, which distributes to local governments the sales tax that's collected by the state. Most communities use at least part of the money to rebuild roads, but the Michigan Municipal League's Tony Mangini says data show while many Michigan roads are crumbling, no other state has cut investment in local governments more than here. I would bet everything I have that if you lined up 100 people and said everyone gets to decide where to direct their tax dollars, I think you'd get an overwhelming local response to that. But yet what happens is, is it's easy to decide, well, well, we'll take those dollars away from local government and we'll put them into state government, some of those being the balance sheet of the state level, some being other departments around the state. But it has a real impact on the ability of local government to provide services. Policymakers in Lansing justify the drop in municipal revenue sharing the same way the chair of the House Local Government Committee, Representative Jim Lauer, views it, that the program was never meant to be set in stone. There was formulas put in place 20 years ago about what revenue sharing would be 
going out into the future, but they were non-binding. So we weren't able to keep up with what the formula said that we would do as a state. And so consequently, the, you know, the locals are, are saying that they're under, underfunded as a result of that. But the, the money that's actually gone in there has been increases in revenue sharing over the last about five years. Lauer says it's wrong to say that the state is refusing to share $600 million with local governments. To characterize it as being withheld, it's not as if we collected the money and then simply didn't send it to them. We didn't have the money either. The state had massive budget deficits during the last decade, and uh, so it wasn't as if the money was coming in and we weren't sending it to them. The money just wasn't there, so that's why I didn't keep up with the projections. Lauer says it's incumbent on communities to find ways to increase their tax base through residential and commercial growth. Local officials say it's not that simple. The city of Oak Park, for instance, is seeing commercial growth along 8 Mile Road and increases in home values since the Great Recession. But Oak Park City Manager Eric Tungate says municipalities still don't have enough funding to plan for critical infrastructure upgrades like resurfacing roadways. In the recession, we lost about 40% of our total taxable value. And when, for example, the rate of inflation that's set by the state of Michigan is, let's say, around 1% that we can gain back, then that means it would take us about 40 years to gain back the value that was lost. And that's over 60% of our sources of revenue. Tungate estimates that his city has lost $22 million in revenue sharing alone over the last 15 years. He says now that the state has seen a couple of years of surplus revenue, it's time to pay cities back. There's no question that right now roads and bridges and investing in mass transportation in Metro Detroit are the top priorities of the state. So I'd like to see the state truly send those dollars to funding uh, infrastructure projects rather than paying down their own debt or doing whatever else in their own system. They've used our money for many, many years now to have these surpluses. It'd be nice to see that investment come directly back to the cities. Tungate says unless local governments receive more revenue sharing or policymakers and voters change current law, community leaders will increasingly ask residents to approve special assessments or millages to compensate for lost revenue. And in the meantime, roads in many of these communities will continue to get worse. I'm Amy Miller, WDET News.